Hey everyone, Mike Zuber, one rental at a time, and it is Wednesday, and that means we bring back Matt, the mortgage guy. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Awesome, man. So we got four topics today. We'll see if we can hit them all in an hour. The first one might be a short one, and that is, is there ever a time you would recommend an investor, or for that matter, a homeowner, get a 15-year fixed mortgage versus a 30-year? I certainly have my opinion, but I'd love to get yours, because you probably have people ask for them, and I'm just curious what you think, 15 or 30 year, why? Okay, so, and this is probably where my personal opinion gets molded in where, where I try not to do that. I try to advise along, hey, Mike, what's your specific scenario? What are your goals? And let's talk about that. Because if you, I'll start off with my personal opinion is I prefer 30 year. And I've got reasons for that, but also I'm me with my goals and, and my specific scenario where other folks might have completely different goals. And the reason why I really favor the 30 year as of end of 2020, early 2021, is because the rates are so darn close. Exactly. Where a 30 year fixed might be 2.6 and a 15 year might be 2.1, great rates. And, And you're not talking about a huge difference because when you're doing an analysis on what are you trying to do and how soon you're trying to get this paid off all that other stuff. It certainly plays into, well, if you go with a shorter term, you're going to get a lower interest rate. Mm-hmm. Well, when you talk about how much lower, it's not like 6% and 4%, like it's been right. in the past or yeah. even, you know, five and 3.75, whatever those spreads used to be, as you can imagine, as rate gets lower, that spread gets smaller. Right. And so my argument when I'm looking at it for my own personal stuff is I've got a 30 year across four plexes, across single families, across all my mine, mm-hmm. I can pay and I do pay, you know, this is me speaking what I think and what I actually am practicing mm-hmm. 750 extra a month toward on my primary 400 extra a month on one fourplex, 350 extra a month on another while I have the cash flow and I don't need it because I'm working and generating income. I'm speeding up the payoff of those loans. Mm-hmm. Some are scheduled to pay off in 15, some are scheduled to pay off in 20. And I have that flexibility. And so if I wanted to make one of mine a 10 year, I could. Mm-hmm. I would just do the math and I'd back into okay, if I take cash flow from X, Y, and Z and do 1150 extra towards H Street, it's going to pay off in 10 years. <laughs> and so for me, I love that flexibility and I'm not talking about 2% difference in rate. It's really close. So that's how I choose to do it. Well, sometimes I talk to folks and this is an interesting thing, Mike. And I think that I've uncovered it and I've talked to people about it because I've heard clients tell me, I want to get this paid off in 15 years. Mm -hmm. And even if you tell me, take a 30, pay extra payments, you can turn it into a 15. If I don't put myself into 15, I won't make those extra payments. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> Done. And you know, if, if that's you, if that's you and you say, listen, I'm 47, I want to retire at 62. I want to pay it off house. It's part of my plan. If I don't go into a 15, I'm not going to pay the extra payments. Okay. Get a 15 year loan. Exactly. If you, and, and most people too, when I talk to them, I say, you know, you better than I know you. And yeah. so be honest with yourself and, and do that. But um, you know, it, it ties into the overall plan. A lot of people that I talk to when they're talking about shorter term loans, it's 
something to do that correlates with retirement. Yep. Having a paid off home in retirement helps fit their plan. They know what they're going to get in retirement income. They know that by not having this debt, it's going to help free up travel and other stuff. And so that's a great plan. And, you know, the truth of the matter is most lenders I work with, you can do anything from an eight to a 30. Hmm. And so I've done 11 year loans and 13 year loans. And you just tell me when you want to get paid off and you've got, you've got both options. You can make extra payments to turn it into the term you want, or you can even sign up for that 13 year, 17 year, 22 year, whatever, whatever it is. Very cool. So uh, once again, we agree. Uh, Again, speaking into what I've done, I've never taken anything but a 30 year fixed on any of my properties. Uh, The commercial stuff is different, obviously 25 year am, you know, five, 10 year locks, but no residential loan has been anything but 30 year fixed. Never did an adjustable rate mortgage, even back when they were popular. Um, And now that I've helped uh, so many other people get going, it really is to your point, what's the plan? And a a lot of people uh, in their early fifties have reached out to me and their situation is, Hey, I've got a little bit of money. Uh, You know, I got a decent job, but I'm going to be done by 65, if not 60. And you're right. It it is that simple. It's if I don't, if I don't sign the 15 year, I'm never going to pay the difference, right? I'll set it up at auto pay and it just won't happen. And again, these folks, they're not getting in it for the cash flow, at least not the immediate cash flow, right? They want that free and clear asset, in this case, investment by their 65th birthday. Um, that's really the only time. If you're under 40, uh, again, my opinion only, um, I would do the 30 year every time. Because again, I don't, the spread to your point's not that different. Uh, in my experience, most of you will never pay off the house. You will either sell it or you'll refi it, right? So um, it's the, what I've seen, again, I've been doing it 20 years. It's the, it's the people that are in their 50s who actually pay it off. But if you're like 25 or 31 or 36, you're probably going to have a flip in there, right? You'll own in eight years, then you'll sell it. And you'll buy something else. Um, very few people, and I can only think of one or two, have kept the stuff they bought when they're in their 20s, right? Right. Yeah. And so that's that's the main term, you know, flexibility is yeah. I think what what comes to mind because what has happened, and I've seen it, you know, because I've done thousands of mortgages, mm-hmm. is you might have one thought this year. Yeah. Lock yourself into a 15 year, lock yourself into a 10 year, a year and a half from now. Trust me, I've got this call. Oh yeah. Hey, so and so is going to college. We just had a car die. You know, I, I got to spread it back out to a 30 year, this 15 years drowning us. And that's another point too, is I, I talk to people about their whole financial plan because last thing you want is to tie yourself to a higher payment and get into 15 year yeah. and then rack up 80,000 in credit card debt at 18%. You know, yeah, imagine right. what that does to the whole financial plan. No, you're right. Yeah. And again, folks, uh, you don't know the future. I mean, I've owned real estate 20 years and I can tell you, sometimes I see a house, it's going to be a great one. And then, you know, get a tenant in there, tenant does something wacky and bingo, bango, it's negative cash flow. And boy, it's a, it's the payment difference between a 15 and 30 years significant. So, um, right. really, it really, and when times money. are good and, and when the money's raining in, go ahead and make the extra payments and treat it like a 15, but then nobody predicted 2020, you've got six out of 15 tenants not paying. Exactly. You've got that payment with the built-in cash flow and yeah. a little bit of ratchet back. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So in the end, we kind of see it the same way. Uh, certainly on the investment side. How about the owner owner occupied side? Any same kind of logic, or does an owner occupied different? I, I think I think it's the same kind of logic. Yeah. And and 
I, you, I don't know if you agree with me on this one too, but for, for paid off stuff, I'm not as, as concerned about paying off the rentals as I may be with my primary, because Amen. if the sky falls and everything goes to crap, yep. I want my primary free and clear. I can let the other rentals go and, you know, start over. Yeah. Something happens, foreclose, whatever. But, but my primary is the one where it would, it would be nice. And, and that yeah. one would be, uh, nice at, you know, age 55 to be free and clear, but really I'm, people have this, uh, I don't know, romantic relationship with, with having a paid off mortgage, but you know, debt used wisely. I'm not afraid of it. Yeah. I'm not afraid of it either. Uh, I do, again, I, I get the luxury of talking to people all different ages. I will tell you when you get, if you're doing real estate investment and you're building up a nice portfolio, um, I will always answer. And I think we talked about this last week or the week before home equity lines. I don't, I don't suggest using them unless you can pay them off in a year. Yeah, we did. Cause you said, no, you like two years, right? Yeah. So that's just my, I never want to sacrifice to your point, my primary. So I'd, I would much rather pay that off and just let it sit there than, uh, right. you know, ladder it up. Again. Everything else went to crap and I had to drive Uber to just pay my primary taxes yep. and insurance. Then we're, we're good. Be all right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, that's the 1530 year. Let's, uh, let's get into topic number two. One second. Cool.